You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I suck at dating with Dean, Vanessa, and Jared, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey guys, welcome to an all new episode of Help I Suck at Dating with me, Vanessa, my two lovely co hosts, Dean and Jared. Am I introducing the person next to me right now? No, well, let's, let's tease it a little let's bit. Let's tease okay. it just a little bit. Let's also, let's give a round of applause to the fact that oh, Vanessa. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm applauding Vanessa I'm made it to myself. Tahoe. <laughs> with, okay. First of all, I thought this podcast was, I thought we were recording this podcast two hours later than what it was supposed to be. So I woke up way late. I woke I up late still too. still didn't brush my it. teeth. I'm still wearing my pajama top um, and TMI, but got diarrhea. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. That was a little too Also, for context, this episode is being recorded live in Tahoe. This is the first time we've all been in studio together for. A, a long time, yeah. yeah. Well, this is my favorite studio, by the way. It's a great studio. This is a There's great a moose head never, right above We've us. never done an out-of-studio recording. There's a moose head above us. We're looking at a beautiful lake. We're looking at a beautiful human being that we still will not introduce. I don't, don't know why. I don't know when. But just know we There's have a very here a good sitting at the table. Tori's here as well, and the beautiful Tori yeah. is amazing yes. as always, but we're not talking about Tori. Can we just give it up for Tori, Danielle, and Amy, and Hannah for helping us get here? Well, me, get here. Yay. So tell us tell us about your So obviously I live in Montreal, and uh, we were flying from Montreal to Chicago, Chicago to Lake Tahoe, and I remember saying, everybody knows who follows me on Instagram, I have the worst travel luck. Either they lose my luggage, or my, fl- my flight's canceled or delayed. Obviously my flight was delayed from uh, sh- Montreal to Chicago. And then from Chicago, because we there were like over 500 flights that were canceled or delayed because of um, storm and thunder showers and stuff like that, we got pushed back for another like four hours. And so we had to stay overnight in Chicago. And then there was a huge heat wave in Chicago. It was like 104 mm-hmm. degrees or something crazy like that. And uh, now here we are. Well, here I am. Oopsie. So, so how many, how many, I keep... 
giving how many, it away. No, we, how many yeah. flights did it take for you to get here? You went Montreal to Toronto? Montreal to Chicago. 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 Two flights. Okay. Yeah. But, but I, we ended delay. up staying with the delay, and then we ended up staying in Chicago for overnight. You really do have the worst luck in the, traveling. Yeah. And I, it's wa- crazy. I'm not, even last time when we were in Napa, remember? Your flight got canceled. My flight got canceled. So I'm like, I can't do these small trips anymore. I love you guys, but I don't know. It's a long this way is to- not a small trip, by the way. This Anything- is a Anything over like a, uh, I'd say a two and a half, three hour flight. I, mean like I don't a, think it's a small. A trip. major city. Well, it's a long way to come all the way from the east coast. Yeah. I don't. I'm not really brushed up on my Canadian geography, but I know Montreal is pretty far so over. So it's like there. think New York. Yeah. Yeah. That's what so I was thinking. Flying from yeah. upstate Maine. New York, pretty much. But the, the point is, you made it. I made it. And you have your very special cargo with you. I do. I would assume that this person did not have to fly in the overhead bin or underneath because no. it's a human being. A human being. Nah. <laughs> Do you just want to introduce him? Yeah. yeah. Gonna introduce him. We're gonna, this is what we're going to do. We're going to introduce him real quick, and okay. then we're going to jump into a quick break. I don't know why I'm nervous. And th- I'm pretty nervous. Na- yeah. <laughs> I'm getting the sweats. I don't know. And then after we introduce, jump into a break, and then we're going to dive deep into the psychology of this. The psychology of this human being? Okay. Yes. I'm a little bit nervous. So I actually tried prepping him um, on our way over to Lake Tahoe. So I brought with me my boyfriend. Mr. Silver Fox Joshua himself. Silver Fox himself. (laughs) Silver Wolf. The Silver Silver Wolf. Well, Josh, first of all, thank you for coming and thank you for dating our beautiful, beautiful co host, Vanessa. We don't have to really thank you. You you should. I don't know you yet, (laughs) but you're kind of the lucky one. Jared's the one that always gives the best compliments, and Dean is the one that will try to extract the most juicy. gossip out of you so just be aware right. of i think right. i can work with that i'm really happy to up. be here i build you up make you feel safe and beautiful and then and he then knocks he me down just gets it he gets <laughs> the info from you well, okay i don't know how i don't know how uh, how much digging i'm gonna do today but we do want to talk to you guys a little bit more um about your relationship and because we we've heard the story from vanessa's side obviously and, and do you remember the story of course i remember the story yeah, okay. but i just want I, I think it'd be cool to listen to you guys just talk about your relationship how it all started i but, like hearing the story from both parties yeah. because most of the time the story is not the same but before we do that <laughs> we are going to take one quick break and then dive right into it You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? 
That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back. We're back. Okay, we're, great. Welcome back to the Help I Suck It. Okay, we're back with Vanessa and Josh, and it's me and Jared sitting on one side of the yep. table. Vanessa and Josh sitting on the other side. It's almost like a panel. It's where, an interrogation. Yeah, it that's, interrogation. That's, what, that's what I was yeah. looking for. It's exactly what it is. Maybe so, that's why I woke up with diarrhea this morning. Yeah, yeah you're, you're, you're a little stressed. Like, we just put out nervous vibes. So I didn't mention how nervous I am. This is the first time I've done a podcast. So well, it's the first time you've ever been on a podcast. We're popping your podcast. Absolutely, we're doing that today. That's fantastic. Yeah, exactly. I feel I feel great. <laughs> I feel very lucky. Jared, what kind of questions do you have for them to start off with? I, All think, right, I well, think we just kind of want to hear the origin stories, right? Yeah, I kind of want to know exactly from the beginning because we've heard a lot about you from Vanessa. Um, all good things. And all, all wonderful things. I try to get her to say, say mean things all the time, but she never, never does. <laughs> Not a single thing. It's unbelievable. It makes me throw up a little bit. But other than uh, that, no, it's, it's fantastic. Um, so how did you guys meet from your perspective? So we met, um, to be quite honest, uh, Vanessa had done a photo shoot with my sisters in Montreal. So I have three sisters who are, I grew up in Montreal. Vanessa grew up in Montreal, but we never actually met each other. And I Can knew- I interrupt every once in a while? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> well, because okay. hold on, because so his so his sisters own this restaurant in Montreal that I would go to, my my family would go to, and all of his best friends are Italian who are also really good friends with my sister. So my circle knew about his circle, but we just never knew of each other. Is this an Italian restaurant? No. No, it's a salad bar. Oh, <laughs> yeah. what's the name of it? Mandy Salads. Mandy Salad. Yes. Any any listeners to, in Montreal? It's very good. Got to yeah, go like, there. Got to try it. Salads. Yeah. Um, so I remember, um, seeing the photos that came out from the photo shoot that she had done with my sisters, which was for international women's day. So it was a really cool photo shoot. But then I was like, this is one beautiful woman. And, um, I figured that I, uh, I would try reaching out to her on, on Instagram. You know? So you slid into the DMs. I slid, slid into, into the DMs. DMs. An expression I was not familiar right. with at the time, but now I know exactly what it means. We're one for one. I'm going to be um, comparing your story to what I hear from Vanessa, and we're one for one. So yep. Okay. <laughs> now, what was your opening line? My yes. opening line may or may not have involved my four-year-old nephew. 
You know, oh, you, know? you right. smart yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, my nephew Sonny and I were having a conversation, a very limited one, but you know, uh, he made it into the uh, the DM, and I basically told her that uh, he had given me some advice that I should reach out to her. So I did that. Smart. I know, right? So cute. And, and not thinking that she would uh, answer. Um, oh, I had no idea if she would again. answer. So I was actually on a date when I got oh, his right. message. What do you mean? Well, You're... that guy sounds like a douchebag. <laughs> Wait, I was. You were you were on a date, but you were going through the request folder. No, no, I was going. I was on a date, and this person was away from me for a little bit. Yeah, you know? obviously the date was not going. Whatever. That's what I was. That's what I was may not have to. been in the bathroom, and so I was going through my my Instagram because I was all alone. And then I checked my hidden DMs. I don't know about you guys, but there's certain collaborations that come in through yep. hidden DMs. So I checked yeah. all my messages. And then I saw his, and it was a lengthy one. So I was like, oh, my God, like, what is this? It was a long one? So it was, yeah, yeah, it was, it was a long one. message. So were you nervous about sliding into DMs? Cause no, you, I think the way... You, let's be honest. Have you done it before? Like, have you ever just kind of, like, reached out to someone who was like, hey, what's up? I've Thank reached out on social media uh, before, not always even for, for dating purposes. Right. But, oh, yeah. You know, uh, if there was, for example, there was a shoe line that I really liked. So I remember I reached out to the designer and I told him how much I liked the shoes and we actually wound up connecting and, nice. and became friends because of that. Oh, wow. So did you have your friends help you uh, kind of articulate the way no, you No, actually, I remember I was on my way to go skeet shooting that day and uh, I pulled over on the side of the road. It was really random when it happened. And I was like, this is a shot in the dark and we'll see if it works out. So you were driving a car, you pulled over yeah. to send the message. Yeah. <laughs> the thought occurred to me. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I got off at the exit to get to this park where we were going to go shooting. That's actually pretty romantic. It's I really pretty respect that. ballsy. Dude, I stress over every word I send. Like when I was in my single days, if I was trying to hit on someone or flirt with a girl, like every time I, I'd write out something and then I would delete it and then I'd write something else mm -hmm. and delete it and I'd send it to my friends be like, does this sound stupid? Do I sound <laughs> like an idiot? He's really good with his words though. He so I'm, I find that I'm better at communicating through writing. So yeah. whenever I write something out, like if, uh, whether it's with family members or friends and if we're having a disagreement about something, I'll mm -hmm. often sit down and write out what my thoughts are yeah. and send them to He them. wrote me this really cute email when I left for, uh, not Florida, when I left for Europe for three weeks. And he sent it right when my flight was leaving, so I could only read it when I landed in Europe. Hmm. And it was like the sweetest message I ever got. So even when, um, like, if we ever would argue or whatever, he would send me this really nice message. And he's just really good with his words. So the message itself I sent, but I honestly thought that it was a shot in the dark. I've never, you know, she has quite a few followers. Yeah. So, but see, uh, that's what Dean thought too. Or I don't remember who thought that when I was single, you guys are like, oh, I can't believe there's no one that slides into your DMs or yeah. whatever. I think people think because we have a large following, there must be so many people reaching out to us. What's the point of being, you know, falling in one of the million messages that we get i wasn't getting a lot of messages and i think it's also different for a guy coming off the show than it is a girl coming right. off the show just because 95 percent of our following right. is female right so, so but, when so you yeah. got it you sent the message yeah and then i really wasn't expecting to to hear back and even if i did i didn't know what it would turn into so let me for ask me, you that let me it ask was you this. not stressful <laughs> because He's getting into dean's it. leaning yeah. forward Please. by the way now yeah yeah you're getting into it you why just put you... your coffee down yeah, yeah. let me ask let me you ask this, this. Why did you decide to do the DM slide if you already had third degree connections, right? You could, you could have asked your sister or something for a phone number or like to introduce you. Number. They didn't have, I didn't even talk to my sisters about it, to be oh, honest, because really? okay. I really was taking it as a shot in the dark. I mean, if she were to answer, it would have been nice, but I also wasn't counting on it. So. Then were your sisters like, you DM the girl 
that we were working with. Yeah, my sisters thought it was a little bit funny, right. you know, and then I was a little reluctant to mention that I had used my four-year-old nephew as right. uh, collateral. I, I could see you doing the same thing, and like my like I, my sister would probably be like, "What, what are you doing?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I always say how Instagram is like the number one way to to date someone. Oh, or, it's a dating app mm-hmm. now. It really is. I mean, just. Like you said, sliding into the DMs is now just a common phrase. Right. Yeah. And there is kind of like, there was this stigmatization, I feel like, about sliding into DMs and meeting people on Instagram, but now it's just faded away. Just like there was a stigma against dating apps, I feel like, when they first came mm-hmm. out or online dating. People were like, well, I'm not signing up for online dating. That's ridiculous. And now it's just a common way of people meeting each other. My yeah. sister met her husband online. Yeah, 100%. You know? And it's the same thing with Instagram now, where people are just they're not afraid to reach out to people on Instagram anymore. And I think it's a really cool way to meet people as long as you're not creepy. Just don't, yeah. right. you know, don't jump in with the old, uh, well, you guys kind of know where I'm going with this, no, but please. you didn't because you're a smart man. I tried, but honestly, I think that the difference between like social media, like Facebook or Instagram is that you actually can see a little bit more about the person than mm. you would if it was on a dating not, app where you put up like five pictures right. and you know, but not always sure. I remember I dated this one guy who po- posted a bunch of pictures of his family and nieces and nephews. And I'm like, Oh my God, a family man. And they never actually saw their, their family. Oh really? And I'm like, Oh, what a, he was like pretending. Yes. Yeah, I guess that's true. Jared just shot me a look. I don't know what that was about. (laughs) So that for me, you know, that's why like with my Instagram, I try to be as authentic with like my pictures and whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. And as long as was your profile set to public or private? Mine Mine was public. Yeah. Obviously mine was public. I think the important thing is if you're going to slide and you wish to be successful with it, you should have a public profile. I didn't think about that. So yours, yours is public too? Mm Mm-hmm. That's smart Mm -hmm. because when you DM someone, I feel like, let me ask you this, Vanessa. Mm -hmm. Say, I feel like I'm a guest on this podcast. I know. So say Josh sent you a message on Instagram. Mm -hmm. You open it up. You saw his profile pic. You're like, oh, this guy's cute. Says something very nice about his nephew. You look on his profile and it's private. I wouldn't write back. Exactly. Good point. Yeah. Sometimes Sometimes what I would do is um, I would screenshot the the message and then just zoom in on the little thumbnail. There you go. I would do that too. (laughs) That's some detective work right there. But at the same time, it is only one picture. Exactly. Exactly. It doesn't give you much insight, but it gives you maybe enough to like, I don't know what Josh's thumbnail picture is, but it could have been something pretty nice. What is your thumbnail picture? It's just a wolf. I think it's me and my my chihuahua. There you go. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Well, anyways, all this to say, if ever you're single and you want to slide into someone's DMs, make sure that your pro- your profile is authentic. Very good point. And also as include yeah. your nephew or your niece. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Good point. Sure. Or a dog or a chihuahua. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the chihuahua profile picture helps you out, too. What's, the, this, what's the story with the dog that's here today? My no? dog, yeah. Nala. Oh, no That's way. your dog? Yes, that's my so dog. So friendly. Oh. She, well, she's she's friendly to adults, but not kids. She hates she hates Amanda's kid. Really? Okay. When, when I, so I rescued her. Well, that's her. like his dog. Yeah. I rescued her in college, and um, in the apartment complex we lived in, these kids would chase her around with sticks all the time. Oh, that's and so yeah. whenever like she you. sees like a little little human, she gets freaked out. Yeah. Um, so what was your, I'm curious, so you responded. Mm-hmm. And then she responded, but like 48 hours later. So I was, well, oh, I was, that on, a already... I was on a date, right? Come on, I wanted you to be give respectful. It some time. Yeah, of course. She's not going to just yeah. give it to you that easily. <laughs> got to let you sweat it out. Am yeah. I going to respond? Am I not going to respond? <laughs> Vanessa, as the receiver of a DM, yes. uh, Josh mentioned that it was like a lengthy message, right? Do you mm-hmm. find that refreshing or did you think that it could have been a little bit more concise? No, I liked it. Because sometimes uh, when I see a big block of text, I almost just like swipe away. I don't even really want to read no. All this, I find it I mean? intriguing. Instead of uh, that means someone, the person put thought into the message yeah. instead of a hey, I find you cute. Like that's fair. 
or what are you doing this weekend? Like instead of a generic message, it was something that was thought out. And I remember you saying you, you were, you were driving your friends, uh, you got, you guys were going up North or something. Mm-hmm. Then you pulled over and he, in the message he, he said, you said that no, you pulled no, no, over. no, 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 we discussed <laughs> this after I'm like, how did you, cause I had the same question. I'm like, yeah. how did you come up with the message? Why did you message me during that time? Anyways, I thought it was romantic. And ever since then, he's always written me really nice emails and messages and texts and, we're actually yeah. really good at that. We both communicate through writing a lot. Yeah. This is yeah. the first relationship I can say that we have the same form of communication um, in terms of like if we're arguing, we're like I'm someone that likes to dissect things. So you guys, if you guys are arguing, you email back and forth. Uh, not email. We'll, we'll I have mean, like the. We'll, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're sitting there, you know, with our phones. Actually, just wait, wait till you read my no, email once, later. <laughs> no, once there wasn't, once there was an email exchange. Remember. You yeah, had gone back to your house and it wasn't Not when we're actually together. No, not when, right, right, right. no, I know. I'm teasing. And then it'll be like a text message saying, I sent you something. Well, yeah. we want to we talk more. <laughs> we want to talk more about that because obviously it's nice to know the beginning of the relationship, but we want to know more about the relationship now. Mm-hmm. But before we do that, we should take a quick break and then we're going to jump right into it. All right. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy. And basically have conversations 
questions that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back <laughs> nice. with Dean, Vanessa, Josh, also known as the Silver Fox. Do you like the Silver... Is it the Silver Fox, fox or the Gray Wolf? I'll go with the Silver Fox. Yeah, I, yeah, mean, it, I think the Silver Fox. No. Yeah, yeah, like yeah we actually got a hat in our room. Yeah, it's amazing. We didn't open it, but... Who's, whose idea yeah, was that? that? It was it, so that was cute. Amazing. So well, there's was a, a hat with a fox on it, and it says silver fox. <laughs> <Nice>. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. great. Thank you very much. I think that's like the first cap you're going to own. Yeah, 100%. It's so cute. I kind of like the gray wolf, too. Wait, gray your last name is Wolf, right? Yeah. yeah. That's with why, an E at the end. That's why I like the gray wolf, too. Yeah. Oh, I get it. It's just like... Gray wolf is pretty cool. I've that never heard that one before. They, their family, they call each other the wolf pack. Yeah. That's, oh, that's pretty awesome. so cute. We're a really tight family. I'm pretty jealous. So would you say you were a... One man wolf pack. <laughs> I was a one man <laughs> wolf pack until I met Vanessa. Uh, so what was your? So you guys communicated on DM. You responded, and then who asked who out first? Oh, so you want to? No, you can take a step. So that. we actually, the minute we, I wrote back to him, it was nonstop back and forth messaging for the entire day, and then um, I think we switched over from. Uh, DMs to text messages. Ooh, how did that who big gave step? the number? Yeah, how did that big he step kept work? saying, "Do you know what were you saying?" Graham Bell or something. Oh yeah, I asked and her if like, she knew who yeah. Alexander Graham Bell was, and then the, uh, the artist, right? The singer. No, 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 the the inventor of the telephone. Because I asked her a really sarcastic. <laughs> I was just, I was totally just guessing. <laughs> and I asked her a really sarcastic question, and then. Um, I didn't get what he was insinuating. So basically, yeah, Alexander like, Graham Bell, the guy who did the Sixteen yeah. Chapel, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Him. <laughs> so we switched over to text message. Anyway, so then, That's and smooth. then, yeah. If someone dropped that line on me, I'd be like, "Yeah, great singer." Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, hell of an artist. Yeah. So that. So then, then we uh, we started to communicate over the phone because it is. I, I think it's more personal for some reason. Oh, it's it definitely step. is. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's, yeah, a, it's a step. sometimes can be a difficult transition to go from either Instagram or like, let's say you're on Bumble or something to go from that to then texting. Mm-hmm. I always knew that somebody was interested if we were talking through DM and they're like, Hey, it's easier if right. you just text me. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, Oh, okay. She's interested. She's giving her phone number. Mm-hmm. So how, how long, clean. how long um, did it take for it to go from Instagram to texting and then from texting to then organizing the first date? It was a, uh, it was a while, but it was a while because she was out of town. Yeah. Uh, I was in Seattle visiting Taylor mm. And uh, one morning, we get a knock on the door. Taylor and I love sleeping in. So I was like, who's knocking at 9 o'clock in the morning? So someone knocks on the door. She's like, V, I'm not feeling well. Can you go open the door? And I was like, oh, yeah. She's like, I think it's my Amazon package. So I go to the door, and there's this massive bouquet of Kit Kats because I don't like flowers. So there was a massive bouquet of Kit Kats. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I think I had messed. I don't remember exactly when I had told you that I didn't like flowers. And then I like Kit Kats or something. This yeah. was before your first this date? This was before our first date. And the message was, I can't wait for our first date. You and I'm silver like, oh fox. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is the cutest wait, thing how ever. I had to get creative. How did you know where to send the bouquet of Kit Kats? He messaged. Oh. So Taylor uh, helped me out on that one. Oh, so I wow. knew that she was with Taylor. And uh, we had been talking a lot at that point. So mm-hmm. we were messaging pretty much all day, every day. And yeah. how long was this after when you first answered the DM? 
a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so you guys have been talking for a couple of weeks because just the way I think about it is that Taylor just gave her address to a complete stranger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. I know, right? That, that's how it does definitely sound. But we, we started out like messaging, like we were saying on Instagram occasionally, like a few times a day. And then yeah. when it went over to text message, it was way more often. Was it simply text or were there FaceTimes or phone calls or anything like that at this point? We had started FaceTime. FaceTime again. I think that was the first time you were using Yeah, I didn't. FaceTime. I'd never used FaceTime before. <laughs> That's surprising. Oh, and she actually also introduced me to the audio message feature, which I'd also never I used. I hate the audio message. I love Same. audio message. Why? Because I, I don't it's know. It's for lazy people. No, I'm it's not for sometimes. lazy people. Right? You just like press the button and then it records your whatever you want to say. Honestly, though, because uh, I don't know. Yeah, why do I find it annoying? I think the whole appeal of texting is I don't have to talk or hear anything. No. Mm-hmm. I and, guess, right? Yeah, because I, I remember there was a, a collaboration I was texting with and then I would send him a text and then he sent an audio message. Oh. Then I sent back a text and then he sent back another audio message and I was like, just text me. Bro. Yeah. I guess what's annoying because I don't know it, why it was so annoying to me. It could disappear after like I have the feature where it disappears after 30 seconds yeah. or after mm-hmm. like a minute so then it, I'll forget what the person said because it was an audio. Or what if you need to keep that message in case yeah. you need to hold it over their head later on. You know Ooh. what I mean? Yeah, blackmail. blackmail. Or if you need information goes. like an address or something like that and True. they sent you an audio message yeah. with it then you got to go back and Is listen. Is that what happened you. with this? No, in this case, oh. I no, not at all. All right, so who asked who out on the first date? Because you guys have been texting. I'm very curious. Oh, okay. I thought we were still talking about the bouquet of Kit Kats. Well, that's a beautiful thing, the bouquet yeah, of Kit Kats. Where'd you come up with that idea? How'd you know she liked Kit Kats? So she had mentioned to me, I don't know how you mentioned that you like Kit Kats, but I, I knew that she... slide in some, you know, useful information. Little info. info. Absolutely. See you you got to take notes. Yeah. You got to take notes when you're, when you're, when you're first dating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... And no, so like she definitely like mentioned that she didn't like flowers. How did you know that Taylor was going to respond to you? That was another shot in the dark. So you, okay. And but I, I feel like we had, I met Taylor through FaceTime with her. So oh, yeah, she had, for sure. You know, she and obviously so you probably random. talked about him a lot to Taylor. So 100%. she was like, you know, that yeah. legit. She's, Taylor's my unpaid therapist. Yeah. So she gives me all, Damn. The, yeah, she gives gotta, me all the advice. I got to talk to Taylor more often. Yeah. She's amazing. Um, all right. So. You guys are talking. You sent the bouquet of Kit Kat flowers. Great move. I was impressed with how they came together. Where do you together. even find a Kit Kat Oh, that was florist. amazing. I know. It was really funny. I was calling. It's 2019. You can find anything. Yeah, 100%. But I was calling a bunch of florists in uh, in Seattle from Montreal trying to figure out who could possibly do that. And yeah. most of them were like, no, we're not. We don't do that. And then an older woman actually picked up. I was like, yeah, of course I'll do it. That was so sweet. Because I was trying to find sunflowers in Seattle and had to call like 10 different florists. This guy's so fine. Bouquets of Kit Kats. I know. Yeah. You can't Amazing. find it sunflowers. Was um, it was fun. All right. So then I'm assuming, Josh, did you ask Vanessa out? Yes. Well, I asked Vanessa out. Um, where'd you guys I, go? Would you, well, what'd you this do? was your plan. Really where did we go? I'm expecting no, something Whoa. big here. Vanessa, you don't remember your first fog. date? No, it's because I got like three hours of sleep last night. I don't oh know what God, time zone Oh my God, this is a it. funny story if she hasn't told you this. I'm expecting Hold something on, big wait, here. I feel so bad. I don't remember where our first date no, was. No, you didn't want to go on a date. Oh, right. I didn't want to go on a date out in public. Which right. was, uh, no. took her a while to, to get to the bottom of. I Which understand. I think you've talked about before. Let me ask this. At this point, you guys have been talking, FaceTiming. You're about to probably ask her meet, uh, to go on a date, meet her in person. Did you know that she was on The Bachelor? So I knew that she was on The Bachelor, but did I you know didn't when watch you... The Bachelor. I, I'm totally he has no idea what's happening. That. So when did you know? Okay, so you knew that she was on the show, but you had no idea what her story was or how I mean, she made being it. from Montreal, it's a small city, so I knew that she had gone on The Bachelor. Yeah. My mother watches the show, so mm-hmm. I had heard that there was a Montrealer who had gone on the show. And actually, I think I had seen with my mom the first episode, which I told you about. And I remember being like, wow, she's stunning. Yeah. Um, and then that was the end of that. But then when... 
uh, when we started exchanging, um, when I realized how many followers she had, yeah, it, it kind of occurred to me. That yeah, like yeah, okay, she's pretty popular. Yeah, she's like <laughs> pretty popular. Celeb in Montreal. Wait, I'm still trying to remember. So where then, when I was. asked her out originally, she we were going back and forth oh. about which restaurants were you know nice places to go in Montreal, and then she got to I'd like it to be a little bit more private, which to me was a little bit strange. Yeah, right? I didn't understand the language. Well, yeah, you were like, yeah, she's why? Fast. Yeah. Yes, let's explain why. So she explained to me why. Do you want to explain why? Do you want to explain why? So, no, she explained uh, that in Montreal, it's a small city, and uh, people can gossip pretty quickly. So if she's seen out with anybody right away, it's interpreted as she's dating somebody. Mm. So right away, I understood. Yeah, and I hadn't dated anyone in Montreal in seven years. Didn't you? I remember there was some rumor about you dating a hockey hockey player player or something like that, right? Which is silly. Exactly. So that's exactly what happened. We went out for coffee, and there was someone that came up to me, and they're like, hey, Vanessa, huge fan, can I have a picture? And then... My friend was like, I'll take the picture of you. And then he noticed who the, per- the person was asking to take the picture. And they're like, oh, my God, you guys are dating. We didn't know this person worked for TSN for um, a uh, sports like, channel. Yeah, hmm. it's like the sporting network. So that's how, this, that's how the, the article came out. And I'm like, yeah, going out for coffee, that means you're dating yeah. someone. So I wanted, I just wanted us to have some a little bit of privacy. Mm-hmm. I know? get that because coming from a, a small town in Rhode Island, I remember – it's all like, you know, local talk mostly, mm-hmm. but still that obviously bothers you because that's where you live. But I remember one time uh, there was a, a girl who worked at a restaurant that I, I went to in East Greenwich, great place. And she came up and she was like, oh, yeah, you're Jared, blah, 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 blah. This was like a couple years after I was on the show. She's like, yeah, I work at the restaurant that you bring all your dates to. And I was like, bring oh, all no. my dates to? And I was trying to really wrap my head around it because I go to that restaurant all the time. But honestly, I've been on one date at that restaurant. I was like, bring all my girls to. She's Classic like, yeah, Gary. like you're, like every time you come in, you're with like a different girl. I was like trying to wrap my head around it. And then I realized because they only know me from the show. Mm-hmm. I used to go for I went when a producer came to film my prepackage. We went to dinner there. And you guys up, obviously. Oh. Uh, no, but we did go to dinner there. So th- she thought that was a date. I went in there with my sister. My cousin, my best friend Crystal, and then I did go on one date there. So it was like five different girls that I brought into the restaurant, but there was only one date. But this girl, and then the whole restaurant thought that I was some sort of mm-hmm. big player who brought in a different That's girl so every funny. time. To the same restaurant. And so of course I'm like, no, I swear to God, I'm like a loser. I don't even date. I promise you. It was just a weird conversation. But anyway, I get where you're coming from, where people just assume because they know who you are, and they're like, exactly. oh, if you're out with somebody from the opposite sex, it exactly. must be mm-hmm. a date. And people know who he is too because of his sisters in the city. So. I just wanted As to photo- give the us, photographer, as you said, yeah. Uh, his sisters own the the, sal- the salad bar, oh, okay. the restaurant. So I just wanted to give us a chance yeah, to tough. really get to know each other, and that's why. And now I remember where our first date was, and I told you guys where it was, and you both were kind of like, "That's weird." It was at my house. At your house, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Did you not remember yeah. the idea of the lobby hopping? Yeah, we wanted to go lobby hopping and like What's find lobby hopping, like going to we different hotels in Montreal concept. and like go from like one lobby of a hotel to another and just like I don't know, like taking the scenery instead of like staying in one spot. Okay, it's cool. Uh, that didn't end up happening, so he ended up coming over to my house, which was nice. And I had a migraine, and I have this eye patch that I wear over my head whenever I start getting a migraine, and I wear this um, peppermint halo over my forehead. So that's when I. I asked him if he could massage my back, and I put my eye mask on, and he's like, I'm friend zone. He thought he yeah. was friend zone right away. All right, let me ask you something, Josh. Let me ask you something. 
I'm the girl so that goes girl, to bed with pimple cream all over her face. Like, I have no shame. You've been talking on Instagram, now text messaging for a few weeks. She invites you over, then asks for a back massage. What is going through your head right now? So it? it was a shoulder massage. I think you would also I don't made, give a shit. <laughs> was there food? Any massage. There was food. I feel was like no, no, no. Shoulder. The first night, there was no food. Okay. It was a, the second date. So, honestly, when we were sitting on the couch and that was going on, uh, when she put the face mask on, I was like, friend zone. That yeah. was it. Oh, really? Yeah, so because I, would I thought she was completely opposite. checking out. Oh, no. It was no, like no. a mask with, like, yeah, stars on it. And I totally... face and I was like, okay. <laughs> she just invites guys yeah. over to give them massages. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know, help her get to bed, feel a little bit better. But, okay, so, but it was a, way. so it was a shoulder rub, right? But did all the clothes stay on for the yeah. shoulder rub? Stayed on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you go over. Were you nervous though? Because I think as I a female was. inviting a, a guy over that you hadn't met yet is not a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we had we were talking for maybe three weeks before, which again still doesn't equate to being a safe environment. Um, when he came over, so Taylor was on Facetime. I don't know if I told you this. She recorded our first meeting. Yeah, yeah our first like interaction. Because when I so Taylor's been dating this guy from Toronto for about a year, and by fluke I was was starting my youtube channel so i was recording a bunch of stuff and i have the recording of when her and her now boyfriend first met so she's like i want to give that as a gift to you facetime me whenever he comes over so we're on facetime and so she recorded our interaction which i've never seen so she met him and she spoke to him and then she was like okay girl i think you're good like call me in a little bit text me if you're good but i don't suggest that it's like a perfect first date to you know, be in an enclosed area without yeah. anyone around you. It's definitely a not first smart. for me. Yeah. But um, uh, I, I think that we had a lot of friends in common. So. What, was, yeah. what was the like activity that you guys had set forth for it? Because normally you go like, let's go to dinner. Let's go see a movie. Mm-hmm. Did you, were you like, let's go to my house and at my house we can, cause you said there was no food involved. No. So you didn't cook. You didn't eat. What did you do? What was like, what, what was, was the plan? What was the plan? Yeah. You guys so were going to I think lobby. that there's a little more background here because you had just gotten back like the day before and we'd been talking a lot. So we were excited to meet and um we had already talked about going to new york yes yeah so we'd already booked a trip to new york and we hadn't even met yet mm. yeah so there was a but lot of first for me yeah, in yeah. situation <laughs> <laughs> is new york a big trek from montreal no, no not at all it's no. Like an hour. but still it's a trip with someone mm-hmm. that, that you, you don't met. really know but super well Oh, no, we New York City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you guys were flying, right? Yeah. So we yeah, but that was a... our second, di- not our second day. Like towards like I don't know how many dates we had before. Did, we no, but we booked book a trip to New York. You guys we... booked the flight before you met. Yeah. Yep. Good first you. all around. Wild? I know, but see, I'm someone who, and I get so much for this from my friends. Everyone always tells me, Vanessa, take it slow, take it slow, take it slow. I'm someone I like to get to really know someone at the beginning instead of putting this facade of like, mm-hmm. this is who I am, blah, blah, blah. And then like a year later, you're like, the mask comes off and you mm-hmm. don't even recognize the person you're dating. The star eye mask with pimple star eye mask comes off. Finally, a year later, he gets that <laughs> mask mm-hmm. off. So I guess my question is, you decided to forego a public first date, but you had already booked a flight to New York. Just seems a little strange, right? It, yes. Yeah, but it wasn't our like the lobby hopping wasn't uh, like we weren't going to stay that long in a lobby. So, you know, it no, was, I felt it, like we were going to walk around the city, check it out, yeah. just be out in public, but not necessarily on a date. In a, I like to a, do different things table. on dates instead of you're just a going, very weird person. I am very weird. Like, <laughs> oh, let's go for dinner. You can do that with a friend in the best like, way. I think we're just good. I just just to yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I take that as a compliment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like to do something a little bit out of the ordinary. And that's why, like for me. Taylor and her boyfriend were going on vacation in New York. 
uh, to New York. And so she invited me. And I'm like, oh, it'd be fun if we can just like double date and whatever. Um, and so that's why we ended up booking a trip before we even uh, met. Okay, so it was with Taylor and her boyfriend too. Mm-hmm. Taylor okay, boyfriend. that makes a lot. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. See, I like doing. I'm with you where I like to do something different on dates, but I always like for a first date something very low key, just because. Mm-hmm. Like, what happened if you guys actually met in person and you had already booked these flights and you met and you're like, oh shit, there's nothing here, well, and now was... I have to go to New York with this yeah. person. I know. That was our worry. Uh, I think when we first met. We were talking about how imagine there was like zero chemistry. For me, at least, it was chemistry from the get-go. And especially just the way that he interacted with me, whether that was through FaceTime or text message. And he was so attentive. Um, I could be a little bit needy in a relationship. And I'm like a little bit, not needy, but my love languages. Like I'm a very affectionate person and so is he. And so we feed each other's needs when it comes to that. So did you guys kiss on the first date? Yes. And you know what? He asked me if he could. He's like, Aww. there's something that I really want to do right now. I'm like, what? He's like, can I kiss you? And Aww. I'm like, oh, my God. Yes. The okay. silver yeah, fox. He's, yeah, he's very... Um, well, I mean, I did think I was in the friend zone, right? So yeah, I just yeah, wanted yeah. to be sure yeah, before... Uh, yeah, respectful. be respectful. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was having this conversation the other day with, uh, with one of my friends who... I don't know how I'm going to position this. It's going to be a bad story. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> they, they started dating someone. Right. They started, they basically jumped into a boyfriend, girlfriend relationship with this person after a short amount of time before they had really gone all the way. If you catch my drift Mm -hmm. and I asked them, I go, how do you jump into a relationship that serious with that much commitment without ever having seen the other person's genitals? Because if you think about it, that's a big part of the relationship. Yeah, it's a huge part. It just is a big, big step. And so for this, for Josh and Vanessa booking a trip to New York. Just made me think of you guys booked a trip to New York without ever really having seen each other's genitals. Not even seen each other's genitals, seen each other's face Mm -hmm. in person. person. Well, genitals one, face two. Like, come on, you know. Yeah, Yeah. priorities here. Sorry, that was that's just one of the things where it's like it's something that we because typically when we when we start dating in 2019, you probably will hook up with someone. And then decide later on if you're going to date them or not, right? Like, it's kind of a, a, a bass-ackwards mm, way. No. So this is why I feel yeah. like I was born in the wrong era. Well, yes and no. I think I think you probably are dating someone, and, and as it escalates and you start getting more intimate, right, then right, you right. realize, okay, is this a long-term thing? Right. You know, is this not? Because let's be honest, sex is a big part of the relationship. There's nothing wrong with saying that. Right. And I think that's why, you know, 50 years ago, it was a very taboo topic to talk about sex before marriage. And now it's becoming more regular because people are realizing that I don't want to be in a, a committed relationship without knowing every aspect the of the relationship. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of different compatibilities. And there's also prioritizing, right? A lot of people put a lot of emphasis on the physical part of the relationship. And some others don't. And it's really kind of dependent on the couple and on how important they find that is. And I guess um, I was being presumptuous, too, because at what point did you guys consider yourselves boyfriend-girlfriend? Oh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there wasn't like a... Hey, you want to be my girlfriend? I don't. I'm trying to actually remember that girlfriend. part. Of the, if you the want process. to, you can ask her right now. Yeah, no, you want God. to be my girlfriend? Hundred percent. Oh, this is your there we go. That's okay. what we do We're here. Matchmakers. We make relationships happen. <laughs> I think it, beautiful. I don't remember when we had. I don't think we had that conversation. I think it kind of just. Oh, I remember. We were we were at your place, and I think I was still. Um, I hadn't dated I hadn't dated anyone since my breakup. Yeah. Um, and so for me, I, I wanted to make sure that I was going to be in something like 
that was going to be long lasting. And we had that conversation where you're, you're like, I don't want to date anyone else. And I'm like, well, I don't know if I'm there yet. Remember? Mm-hmm. But then like the day after I was like, all right, I think I'm, I'm ready to like, and I, and, and the thing is really like, flipped I, the switch there, didn't yeah, you? I never date more than one person at the same time. But I think in my head, I'm like, Hey, take it slow. Cause I know how I can go from like zero to a hundred real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that that was an idea that she really had at the beginning while we were first dating was that she didn't want to take things too quickly. Um, but I'm also somebody who's very, um, I have a one track mind. So like, I'm not interested in dating more than one person at once. Yeah. And once I, you know, decide that I want to go all in on something, I do my best and, and try and give it my all. So I was pretty, I knew right off. Sounds like that. you guys are very similar in that way, right? Yeah. 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 Very similar. We, so we were actually talking on the flight about friendships and relationships and all that. And I want to throw this question out to you guys cause you're both males in relationships mm-hmm. debatable um well, yeah debatable sometimes so at one point again po- debatable at what point do you reach out to your friends to talk about things that are happening in your relationship personal things happening in your relationship uh or in your in your marriage uh in your in your family life too like i call taylor 24 7 she's on speed dial and i tell her everything but i feel like that's very that's a lot of girls have that kind of friendship that's a great question vanessa and we're definitely going to answer it. But before we answer it, we're going to take a quick break and go from there. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewelry that makes you look like the gem sneakers and streetwear so fresh. Well, every step feels fly when it comes to style and luxury. eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes... I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. 
We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together. We'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, and we're back. (laughs) Jared, do you want to answer the question first? Uh, Can you say the question one more time? So do you reach out to your guy friends if ever you and Ashley argue over something or if there's something happening with your family? Because I feel like a lot of guys don't have that outlet. My outlet is Mm -hmm. Taylor. She knows everything that's going on. And she will give me the most unbiased, best advice. So I know I can trust her judgment. Um, I think sometimes... And remember last couple episodes, we interviewed Tina, who's the founder of Wingman. Yeah. And you can get to know the person's friends. I think that's, for me, that's so crucial. Because I want to know, who are your friends? And what kind of advice are they giving you to better our relationship? Yeah, I think if I'm being honest, I go to Ashley a lot Mm -hmm. uh, for any type of family issues or even issues that Ashley and I are encountering in our relationship. Uh, Her and I have uh, really good communication skills. But in terms of maybe when Ashley and I were first kind of going through everything and, and, uh, um, you know, you have to go through that like flirty, like reading way into things stage. Uh, yeah, I have a buddy of mine, uh, that, uh, we have a a great relationship like that. He's like my friend that I always talk to about relationships and girls and what they're thinking. And, um, and, uh, and so that's the friend that I go to. And yeah, I'd be on the, I remember when everything was happening with Ashley and I'd be on the phone with him for like two hours and just talking about everything. And he was obviously very invested and interested because he had known Ashley and he'd known the whole story. And, and so, uh, he was a good friend to just turn to and, and just vent to and, and he'd be like, all right, you should do this. Or, mm-hmm. And Tanner was, uh, uh, during that time, a friend like that, too. Because mm-hmm. Tanner, yet again, was a friend that had just seen everything and right. knows Ashley so well and knew me so well that any time I'd be like, bro, this just happened. I don't know what to do. Like, you know, and it was dumb stuff, right? A picture on Instagram. And be like, why the hell would that, like, be there? And uh, he's like, just calm down. And, you know, you got to post about you, da, da, da. You know, you, they rationalize everything right. for you. So definitely, oh yeah, I've I've guy friends like that. But you're right, a lot of a lot of guys don't. They internalize their feelings, which is why, mm-hmm. you know, they drop it like 55 from heart attacks. <laughs> it's like you gotta you gotta let that stuff out. You know, you gotta talk about how you feel. If not, it's just gonna build up. My biggest frustration with with the friend thing, as it pertains to relationships, I experienced this with my last relationship. Um, I have friends who we all love each other wholeheartedly. We all want the best for each other. But they kind of look at, they, they almost kind of tell you the things that you want to hear sometimes. So say I introduce my girlfriend to my friends. This happened a, a while ago. And they're all like, oh, she's great. I love you guys together. How long ago did this happen? <laughs> We're not going to get into this. <laughs> <laughs> no timetable. I love you guys together. She's great. It's an awesome relationship, right? Six months later, we break up. 
and uh, then all the juicy like and then I'm like, I didn't like her and then they're like well yeah I never really liked her in the first place and I'm like why didn't you tell me right. that or are they just telling you that because they want to help you mend your heart no they tell me that because they mean it I think what, I think that they told they lied to me in the beginning because mm-hmm. they wanted to me to be they want to be supportive and right. support the relationship right and these are girlfriends or guy friends telling you this both but mostly really? guy friends i yeah. suppose um it's hard right because you want to support your friend because obviously right so say you were dating someone that nobody liked and it's that balance right because what happens if they went to you and said hey i really don't like her i don't think you should date her right you might get really defensive and say who the hell are you to think tell me who i should date or not date i like, love you're my friend I, I love taking my friend's opinions on that kind of stuff like that's why i always one of the first things i do is when i start dating someone new is i'll introduce them to all my friends and then I'll be like, well, what do you guys think? Like, do you like her? Was she fun to hang out with? Mm-hmm. Like when I wasn't around, et cetera. And that's like a pretty telling sign, I think, onto whether it really. And are they honest successful. with you? Most of the time they are. And okay. they'll always, they'll always compare it to like past relationships, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, like I like her way more than I like her. She did this better than the other one. And it's kind of like a weird comparison thing, I guess. But it's just, it's, it, my friends are important to me, right? And I want my significant other to be able to coexist with my friends. And right. I think that it's like an important test. I think there's also a fine line between, like, I had a friend who was dating someone who wasn't really good to her. I expressed it. All of our friends expressed it to her until she was ready to finally say, I'm done with this relationship. So she took all of our opinions and advice, but she wasn't ready. I think at a certain point, you know, when you're just done with something and it's sometimes easy when you're outside of the relationship to tell someone like you deserve better, like go get, you know, get yourself and, you know, find someone else. But when you're in that relationship, only you and the person that you're dating really knows what's going on. And sometimes we have a tendency to call out our, call our friends and, complain about the person we're dating instead of calling them and being like oh my god you know what he did for me today and right. and like hype them about, up you've been about yeah. the bad things not exactly the good things. so mm-hmm. then they start putting all of these you know bad stories in their heads so obviously they're gonna think well this person's not good for you right yeah i, I mean a lot of people oh sorry josh no i was just gonna say when i think of of a, a typical situation that happens to a lot of guys is like you'll get lost in whether or not you're gonna ask for directions and a lot of guys that i know don't like to appear helpless hmm. they don't like to ask for help right uh, I grew up with three sisters who I love very much, so I think I've had a different upbringing than a lot of guys mm-hmm. that I know. Um, and I often turn to my sisters if and when I, you know, I'm dealing with something and right. I need to reach out for and help. And as as guys too, it, my friends do this often. It's kind of frustrating. I'm like, well, what's your opinion of this person that I'm dating now? And they're like, oh, well, she's really hot. And yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> but, but really? Else? Is that what guys say? <laughs> All the time. They just they talk about the the appearance. Yes, hundred percent. And they'll even like look back look back and be like, Is that what you want to hear? I would be like, Oh, that girl made me really unhappy. And they'd be like, Yeah, but she was really hot. <laughs> and I'd be like, <laughs> oh, Yeah, God. but who cares? But, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's kind of one of the frustrating things. Um, but you're right. I think guys kind of have like this pride factor. I'm definitely one of those people as well. To what Jared was saying earlier too, I internalize a lot of things and. It's nice to have those friends that you can, I guess, confide in. We all need that. But. Oh, totally. I mean, it's just tough because I think as a society, men are, are brought up a certain way to really not show their emotion. And you guys are the pack leaders and you're the protectors and you're the providers. Um, and I think as we get older, it's really difficult to uh, articulate how we're feeling, especially if you're feeling vulnerable or sad mm-hmm. or emotional. And I think... It's it's becoming better. Obviously, we're living in a society where men are are more you know prone to say, "Hey, actually, you know that that does make me sad," or like that doesn't make me feel good. Because mm-hmm. I mean, how many times, especially as as guys, do you hear your friends just say, "Like, I don't care, it's fine, mm-hmm. it doesn't bother me," mm-hmm. you know? 
Oh, I mean, I say, I, I say that every day. I yeah. think we're also conditioned when someone asks you how you're doing, you say, I'm good or I'm fine. And that's like an automatic response. And it's okay to say, I'm not feeling good today or, you know, like I'm sad or I'm mad. So, it's, instead of being truthful, we just mask it with the, the generic, I'm good. One of the things that I love the most about Vanessa is the fact that she's taught me in many ways how to be more vulnerable. And uh, I've never been in a relationship where I've seen that as something that's incredibly important, but I see how attractive that is now. Yeah. So, like, for example, I remember at the beginning when we were first dating, we would go out and she'd be shopping and she'd ask me if I liked something. Um, and I was a little bit reluctant to tell her that I didn't like the way that something looked because obviously she liked it if she was going to be buying it. And I remember we got into a little bit of a tiff over that because I didn't necessarily like the the item uh, in question. And then now that's a very minor example. Yeah. But uh, it's it's something that uh, I guess I hadn't really done before, but she's really been helping Wait, so, me. so you're encouraging people to just be honest, like yeah. say yeah. you don't like it, okay. Yeah. It's so tough though because sometimes the truth does hurt. Mm -hmm. You know, because I feel like there's, there's people out there who are like, I'm 100% honest. Like I'll always tell how it is. And I'm like, should you do that though? Because I have friends who are like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. And sometimes they say exactly how they're feeling and it really doesn't change anything it's just like them being like yeah i don't like that and it's like well but i think it's, i don't know what to do for you i think it's the way you deliver it right and, and especially if you set what kind of standards you want in your relationship in your romantic relationship and we've had so many discussions like this um i i always opt for 100 percent honesty really stupid example my i gave my keys to my brother to he's gonna kill me for the story but i didn't want anyone else sleeping over at my house so he ended up sleeping over at my house with another friend of his and i'm like well why didn't you just tell like i would not have been mad but now that i found out after the fact i find i was being disregarded and disrespected yeah. so just be honest from the get-go because the truth will always come out right so just be honest yeah i think there's also like you said there's an approach that you have to take and I think sometimes people just don't know how to approach the truth because for, I, I don't know, for example, if like I walk like the, if it was, if it was the first thing I said to you this morning, I'd be like, Oh, what's up, Dean? God, that is one ugly shirt. You'd be like, Oh, okay. I don't know. No, but it, if they're asking for your opinion on something. Yeah, but it's just the truth. It's how I feel. I'm not saying you're, I actually like your shirt, but I'm just making a point rather than later on in the day, like after we've kind of talked and break like had ice. a nice morning break. Yeah. I'd be like, right. huh, that's an interesting choice for your shirt. Interesting <laughs> choice. You know, so I love that line. Interesting <laughs> choice. Yeah. Cause that, that is truthful while also not being a jerk. Like you said, Vanessa, I think a lot of people just don't have that balance yeah because i'm always for the truth as well but sometimes i certainly will tell white lies to make people feel better um if i don't think it's really going to be a drastic outcome so um, i think i think the clothing element that i brought up was a small example but like how i'm feeling emotionally i think mm. that she's really taught me to open up about yeah um and good. uh i wasn't somebody i always, that I always wonder about this and i have an internal debate because i have friends who are very like, uh, very emotional people right like some very close friends who are very very emotional they wear their hearts on their sleeves they're almost directed by their emotion at times I'm on the other side of the spectrum where I don't really take much emotion into anything or carry much on a daily basis. And I see how affected they get by so many things that they're not in control of. And I look at that and I'm like, I'm so glad I'm not that emotional because I don't allow things that I can't control to affect my like mm -hmm. well-being on a regular basis. But then I see other things where it's like you allow yourself to be vulnerable and open and how that allows you to like feel things more deeply. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like there's like an argument that can be made on both sides. I think at the end of the day, your argument wins out. Because no one wants to go through life living a calloused, desensitized mm -hmm. way of living. Mm -hmm. Which, when I think of it, I'm like, well, that's probably what I'm going to end up doing. 
But no, it's not. <laughs> but, Dean. No, but but I'm saying there's good in it. You know what I mean? But there's also a lot of good, as Josh was saying, in the the openness and the vulnerability that mm-hmm. you can get. But I'm just saying that the point is you can argue both sides. And I also on an unrelated but similar note. So I have this friend who's a sommelier, and she and, and this was like a, a while ago. But like I bought us a six dollar bottle of wine, and it had sat out and open for a long time, and it tasted Fancy. it tasted really bad. But to me, it tasted really good because I don't right. know why. I wouldn't know the difference mm-hmm. between a box of wine. So, it's a really interesting example. So, yeah. do you, so no, I love it, though. So because she went out of her way to understand the nuances and the differences between bad wine and good wine, she can no longer really enjoy bad wine. But I can enjoy all of the wine because I don't understand it. You know what I mean? So I'm like desensitized to all wine. So that's kind of what I relate it back to as like a metaphor is which one of those would you rather live? Would you rather really, really appreciate the really good wine or would you rather just like generally appreciate all of the wine? I guess is the point that I'm trying to Well, on the flip side, I was imagining like going on a date and then the sommelier comes over to the table and wants you to like spin the wine around and like, I don't know much about wine at all. Like, do you pretend that you know what you're talking about or do you just be honest? Whenever they do that, I just say, pour the glass. I'm going to drink it either way. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's an interesting metaphor. I think it's also the metaphor that people use where you have to take your shot so to speak because if you don't take a shot then you can't fail right that's the whole point if you ever if you never actually go for the things you want then you can't fail at achieving right those things but at the same time if you never go for it then you'll never truly experience the full capability of life i guess so i think it's right. it's it's a hard thing to know because if you stay within your little bubble you can really enjoy life, but mm-hmm. will you ever enjoy it as much if you don't ever get outside that? That's, yeah. that's the conversation you need to have. So one yeah. of the things that my older sister has always sort of emphasized is communicating. This is going to sound super cheesy, but it's really true, and I feel it is to communicate with your heart. And Vanessa is very much the same way. But whenever you speak through your heart, you wind up being able to relate to people a lot better mm. than when you're using your head. Because when you're using your head, you wind up tripping up, and your actual thoughts don't make it out as clearly as they would if you're speaking mm. from your heart. Yep, I I do the head thing over the heart. Yeah, I'll work. I'll work on it. Though. It's I'll work definitely on it. hard. Um, I want to yeah. ask you guys about the future and what the future holds for both of you. But before we do that, we're gonna take another quick break and then we'll dive into it. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? 
That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so what's the future hold for you guys? Um, How long have you guys been officially dating now? So this is the first relationship I don't count. I used used to be someone that's like, oh, we made it to a month. Oh, we made it to two months. Oh, we made it to three months. And I'm like, I don't even know how long we've been dating, but it's since the winter, so... Almost eight months. Yeah. I thought you, you almost eight months. Just asked her to be your girlfriend like twenty minutes ago. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. basically, so there you twenty go. minutes. So twenty minutes. <laughs> twenty minutes. <laughs> it's a very serious dating. twenty minute relationship. Yep, I can tell. Very intense. Twenty minutes. Winter. So we'll say what December. So yep. we'll say. Yeah, I would say December. We'll say seven or eight months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and you guys both live in Montreal. I guess you guys must talk about the future. Obviously, you're open about everything, right? So, like, what? Do, how does the, how do those conversations look? People were actually encouraging us to not take things slow and just like go full force. Um, but I think for me, this is, and I spoke about this with Ashley last time we were in Napa. She's like, you seem so like cool about it. I'm like, yeah, cause I, I want to be able to take things slow and, and feel everything out, mm-hmm. you know, like obviously like I, I feel extremely strongly about our relationship and I love him so much. Um, but I think part of me is also scared of things not working out. I'm someone who, uh, hopes for the best, but expects the worst. Mm-hmm. That's what ended up happening all my relationship, obviously, because none of them ended up working out. So it is scary for me. Um, but when I think of a lifelong partner, he's sitting right next to me. Mm-hmm. You know, he has all the qualities that I need um, in a husband, all the qualities that I need in um, a father. And I spoke about this before. Sometimes you can find someone who makes a perfect fit as a husband, but wouldn't be the greatest dad or be the greatest dad, but then would neglect you as a wife. And he fits both qualities. And I see it with his family. I see how he is with his mom. And people say how your partner is treating their mother is such an indicator of how he's going to treat you. And it's he'll randomly buy his mom flowers. And he's so oh. thoughtful um, and so attentive to everyone's needs. Um, and I think that has a, a... Because you grew up with a family of five... Four, fem- well, with your mom, mm-hmm. three. 
Four. Four. Four females. I'm terrible at math, obviously. <laughs> I am too. Yeah. Mm, um, it's definitely not a restaurant. Seven, <laughs> eight, nine. So yeah, no, that math that works. That helped him be able to be the person that he is today. When you were talking about a guy can either make a good husband, mm-hmm. but he might not make a good father. He can make a good father, not a good husband. I can relate because, you know, whenever they cast Batman... Sometimes you can get someone who can be a good Batman, but he's not a good Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Oh or you can get gosh. someone who's a good Bruce Wayne, but not a good uh, Batman. Yeah, it's you're really difficult right. in this world to check off all the boxes. I get it, Vanessa. Right. I get where you're coming from. She told me that you like to draw analogies to films. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that big was time. right on point. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. All the time. That's, I'm just a walking movie quote guy. It's quite pathetic, and I really feel it's bad really for cool. Ashley that she has to deal with it for <laughs> the rest of her life. But Oh, actually, because I want to bring this up, because you're like, oh, can we talk about how terrible Once Upon a Time is, the TV show? I'm like, for sure, Jared and Ashley would appreciate it. I've never seen it. I'm not a big really? TV show guy. I actually just recently got into Riverdale, which I'm like four years late, but I just watched season one and really enjoyed it. It's good? It's really good, but Once Upon a Time, I don't get into TV shows. Did yeah. you not like it? He no, it. I, I do like TV shows. Like I don't watch TV, but I'll binge watch at night if I have time to uh-huh. Uh-huh. put yeah. something on but she started watching the show and uh, yeah it's not uh, i love it it's all about like uh disney princess characters and how I, like their world is intertwined with our world now and how they're stuck here it's so cool it's i, I don't i like watching. ashley watched it oh she did she definitely did okay. I, I remember I'm, she was talking about it, one time. it yeah you guys we love tv that's great but we're still talking about the future here. Oh, yes <laughs> isn't this help i binge watch tv too much <laughs> it's great we love television it's great what else is so what can we expect coming from the Vanessa and Josh relationship because you're four months away from your one year mark again we're using that term loosely we don't know the exact day but I mean like you said you're both full all in which Mm -hmm. is fantastic Mm -hmm. so it's like what's the next necessary step for you guys have what have you talked about it sounds like you both want children at some point I remember Vanessa has told us she's been very vocal about it in the past in the past that she was dating a guy who said that he didn't want kids and she knew from that point that he, she no longer wanted to be interested. So I would assume that you guys have talked about that. Yeah, hundred percent. She's been very upfront about wanting kids I think within the first five minutes of talking. (laughs) So, you know, I I knew that. Um, but one of the things that I I love about us is that we're both really close to our families. And I think that our families get along also. Um, but it's an interesting question. I mean, I see us, uh, going the full nine yards yeah yeah I'm it's a challenging question to answer too because it's like obviously you have these private conversations and then like some random person that you just met is asking you the same question it's like well what's what's on what's a podcast, on a podcast yeah. mm-hmm. right? no but i mean from the moment that i met her i swear from the first time that we were communicating i really felt like this was the one yeah yeah it and that's something that you're ready for you think as well obviously yeah. right 100 percent, which is very important mm-hmm. yeah. where did the whole nine yards phrase come from what is that stop getting us off topic no i gotta know just one second i know it was a movie but what is the whole nine yards what does that mean that's a good question does it take nine yards to make a no No, it's it's 10 yards for a first down I have no idea. Can we ask them a question about the relationship? And no, I know. I'll, I just wanted I'll to ask because I always Google the whole nine yards. The whole nine appreciate. yards is a colloquial American English phrase meaning everything, <laughs> the whole lot, or when used as. No, we're looking for like the origin. Like, why is it? A, yeah, why yeah, is it nine yards? Nine. Why do you have to go nine yards to go the full distance? Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, well, oh, Tori's got it. Well, Tori is looking that up, and Dean will give us an explanation. Um, so I'm sorry. Continue. So you guys see kids in the future. Josh, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? I guess I get I'm 34. 34. Okay. Got because all the have, gray hair in the world. But you have, well, that's the thing. I was going to either say you could easily be in your mid-30s, your late 20s. 
um, gotcha. you have from a, my mid forties. <laughs> or you're honestly, yeah, you, but you don't look old. It's just the gray hair. Because I was like, either he has gray hair because he's in his late thirties, early forties, and he just looks great for his age, or he just got gray hair early in his life. Oh, yeah, he's actually twenty eight. But 34, gotcha. Mm. So do you, it works so well for you, too. I know. Why, thank you. Yeah. Dude, gray hair is in. I'm, it's, I'm, I'm happy so about jealous. that. It, it conveniently happened that I'm way. I'm going to dye my hair gray. I actually because. wanted to dye my hair gray, uh, my hair white when I was younger. Interesting. Really? So I just started going white. So, so you just manifested this. How's your father set of hair? Uh, he had little hair. Okay. In other words, he was bald. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if, maybe just like little hair. Maybe he kept it short. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, he shaved. Oh, okay. So, are, Vanessa, are you nervous about him balding then? No, I feel like he has a really good. Oh, he's got great hair now. Yeah. Something to consider. You guys might have kids yeah. at some point, you know? Yeah, I don't care. Let's, no, a, let's ask I, this Can we expect oh boy. an engagement anytime soon? Before the end of 2019. 2019. Good God. Don't put a date on it, brah. What are we, July? I, I have so many mosquito bites on my arm. Have you guys talked about an engagement? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right, that's all we need to know. So it's there's the a, air. There's a dialogue of Vanessa potentially having her a ring on her finger. There's lots of dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> Some emails being sent. Some uh, text yeah, messages we're, back we're and emailing forth. about that, you know? Um, before that, though, you guys, are, would you live together? You would live together oh, first? We, so we, he has his own place, um, and I have mine. I live in the old port. He lives in Griffintown. Whatever. No one knows where any of this is. But we're five minutes away from each other. But we're always at each other's house. Right. Like he's either packing up a bag so he can sleep at my place, or I'm packing up a bag so I can sleep at his place. Um, but we still have our two apartments. But don't and you think, practically speaking, you want to just get rid of two rent payments and just make one rent payment or mortgage payment, whichever? Yeah. Um, I think we haven't found the perfect spot yet because yeah. my place is a little bit small. And I love the area that I'm living in. Mine apparently doesn't have enough light. Yeah, there's not a lot of sunlight uh, coming in. <laughs> dude, for the grand, but, the, but the, light, the plan yeah. is to stay in Montreal, though. Yeah. Yeah. Are you pretty? You're pretty heavily rooted within Montreal. In yeah, I like love work Montreal. and stuff like that. I, uh, family, I grew I up there. Lots of family there. He's such a proud Canadian. Yeah. It's so cute. Oh. It really is. Because like yeah. when someone, well, I guess like in the states, if you ask where you're from, you say America. You say yeah. Yeah. No, no, you no? say. In the States? Well, like, if I say... If I may ask you what you are, what do you answer? Well, my heritage? No, like, if... Uh, well, I feel like if you're traveling in Europe, people go... Like, oh, yeah, then, of course, I'm from America. Totally. Yeah. But, like, if I met should... someone from Minnesota, I want to be like, yeah, I'm from America. No, but wouldn't you say your state? In, within yeah, the you'd States? say Rhode Island. Yeah. yeah. I always do the same thing, Montreal. Yeah. Whenever I'm traveling and someone asks where I'm from, I just say USA. Yeah. And then, like, if they speak English, they say, where in the USA? Or, like, uh, when you say California, and they yeah. go, California. So, in I Canada, it's Los really Angeles. different. People I feel like in often, Montreal specifically. will often go into their, like, origins. So, really? somebody will go, what are you? And then they'll say, well, I'm Greek, or I'm Italian. Or, That's what I do. I say I'm Italian, but I'm not. Mm. I was born in Canada, but my, my back, my my yeah, yeah. dad was Heritage. born in Italy. And it never stops there. Like, if you answer you're Canadian, they'll be like, but yeah, but what are you really? You know? And then they're, like, trying to dig. I always find I just that... put a stop to it, and I just... that. That's my answer. I'm Canadian. Yeah. I find yeah. Montreal is like a little, its own thing in Canada. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It feels separated. Oh, yeah, it it they've different. been trying to be, well, Quebec has been trying to separate. Yeah. Cause it's very European there. It's pretty awesome. Oh, I loved it. But we, when we were in, have you been to Chicago? No, just the airport. I loved it. It's nice. Not when it's super hot or super cold. No, I know. But I felt like it was a cleaner New York. Yeah. There's so much to do. Um, anyways, I, we were just there for like a couple hours, yeah, it was, but I, it was a little I bit really too hot Chicago. for us though. But all this to say, yes, uh, we do envision a life together. Oh, totes adorable. How many kids are we going to have? You? I don't, 
I, so I've always, uh, if anyone that's been listening to our podcast for a really long time knows that I've been talking about freezing, wanting to freeze my eggs, mm-hmm. wanting to become a foster mom, um, wanting to adopt. I still want to do all those things. I st- well, maybe not freeze, freeze my the eggs. eggs right? Well, I don't know about freezing yeah. my eggs now, but, um, yeah. I still want to adopt. I still want to become a foster mom in, in what, you know, one form of, or another, like, I don't know how I would do that right now, but cause my place is so small, but I would love to do it. Yeah. Uh, but definitely would like to have my own kids too. And well, Josh comes from a big family. Yeah. He mm-hmm. says he has three sisters. Yeah. No brothers. It's just you four. As yep. siblings. Yeah. We're no the brother. inverse of each other. I have in my family, it's three boys, one girl. You're three no girls, way. one boy. Where do you fall that's in, probably the, why uh, I'm in the, the order? Young, I'm the youngest. youngest. Oh, you guys? Okay, yeah. so yeah, I'm the youngest too. You're the youngest too. Yeah. That's probably why I'm much more emotionally closed off than you are because of my brothers. I blame mm. them. It's not my fault at all. <laughs> it's all their fault. <laughs> you know, it's funny. A lot of my guy friends grew up with brothers. Same thing. Really? You know? That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very different. Um, Jared, I do want to... I, we figured out the whole nine yards. Oh, perfect. What is it? So the whole nine yards, it's from World War II. Apparently, the, uh, the Gatling guns that they used to take down the fighter pilots, uh, they used 27-foot ropes of bullets and so they would say i'm going to give them the whole nine yards oh. which is how they take down the you know oh, that's really so neat. interesting yeah so that's now we know bad question now yeah we're, we're yeah. all a little bit smarter see now. the more you know um well we're super happy for both you guys vanessa and josh the silver fox the gray wolf josh we're very glad that you're here the silver fox very happy the gray you guys wolf. met him same yeah it's been too really long. nice meeting you guys i know it was a travel day from hell to get oh, here but yes it was now I, we get and yep. I was so nervous. Him, I mean, with Jared, I knew it was going to be great. But with Dean, I'm like, I Come don't know on. what he's going to ask. Dean's always yeah, a wild card. Jared is like, yeah, exactly. Jared is like calm and always nice. Yeah, I'm normal. Dean, <laughs> Dean will like try to dig for information. And I'm like, what's he going to do? When it's you guys. But it's so early in the morning. That's you, why you're probably still half asleep. When it's you guys, I like to ask difficult questions. But I... I, I mean, Josh and I just met, so I don't want to be too much of a dick, you know? <laughs> I but appreciate wait, that. But I, I am curious. Oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> now, now we're getting I warmed up. up. No, because Jared said something. I came, It might have been you that said something early on that you wanted to know what she said to him about us before. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So well, curious. I mean, I'm I sure. I, that's basically what I said. I said, yeah. Jared is the one that's going to come. He's like, he's he's complimenting. He likes to compliment, and Dean, you never know what kind of what kind of questions you're going to get from him. You never know what you never know. I'm going to wake yeah. up on. The Dean, nice you're very complimentary as well, though. The nice thing about living in a van is there's only one side of the bed, and it's at the foot where you have to crawl out of. So it's like I'm always jumping out of the same side of the bed. Was that a metaphor that I just didn't get? It was a literal thing that I experience every day. Okay, oh, never mind. Uh, well, we do have an email before we get going that I would love to not read. But before we do the email, let's talk about Beachbody on Demand. So, Dean, did you get uh, prepared at all before you went to Paradise? I did, and I used Beachbody On Demand because it's an easy way to use their streaming service that gives you instant access to a wide variety of super effective workouts you can do from the comfort of your living room. The company behind P90X, Insanity, 21 Day Fix, T25, Brazil Butt Lift, Pi Yo, and 3 Week Yoga Retreat, and new programs continue to be added regularly to the platform for no additional fee. My favorite class is Transform 20, which is a high-intensity six-week workout and nutrition program that will help transform your body and mind in just 20 minutes a day. The trainer, Sean T., my absolute favorite. He pushes you while motivating you and encouraging you the entire way through. Does anyone else want to jump in here? They offer hundreds of effective (laughs) workouts for all fitness levels, ranging from bodybuilding to weight training to cardio hit. 
to yoga and even dance workouts. Workouts as short as 10 minutes that don't require extra equipment. And you know what else, Dean? Tell me. They have the best deal in fitness and they have the best deal for our listeners, our Help by Suck at Dating listeners. You guys can try it absolutely free. Did you hear me? Not just free, absolutely oh, wow. free, which is way better than just free. I even use this to prepare for my beach body in paradise and I have never felt more confident. Yeah, you abs, look good. The mustache, it really mm. just all came together. And right now, our listeners can get a special, free, absolutely free trial membership. Not just free, absolutely free. All you have to do is text DEAN to 303030. You'll get full access to the entire platform for absolutely free. All the workouts, the nutrition information, and support, totally free. Again, just text DEAN to 303030. And what does DEAN spell? DEAN. Dean, that's our favorite. So wait, All right, we do have an do? email. One email. We have one email from Jackie. Headline: Dean's mustache. <laughs> it's my favorite headline of all time. That's a good one. Dean has said he changed his look so women will like him more for who he is on the inside, <laughs> not just for his looks. But if a woman didn't look conventionally attractive, would he ever go for Ooh. her? The girls he's gotten with the past has have been absolutely gorgeous. Lindsay. Danielle and Christina are all bombshells. Wow. I doubt he'd go for anything less, especially since his options on Paradise are, quote, limited to only beautiful women. And yet he expects to weed out women with his ugly stash. Sounds like a bit of sexist double standard. Ooh. What kind of email is this? <laughs> I, I appreciate it for multiple reasons. One, because I never dated a girl named Lindsay. And two... <laughs> Yeah, who is Lindsay? <laughs> Rachel Lindsay. I think that's what she's oh, going for. Oh, no, maybe. It's got to be. Or Lessie, I think. That's what yeah. I think. Is oh, maybe. I love it when people give me crap on the internet, like on Twitter or something, and they're like, I can't believe you did this to this person, and they spell that person's name wrong. I just Something about it just makes me chuckle so much because it's like, at least if you're going to ask that question... At least spell the name right. You yeah, get, I mean? get, get your info right. At least just Google it. Spell you, check it. It takes two seconds. You can't care that much about that situation and then misspell the name. Exactly. But okay, but back to your mustache. To the mustache question. I don't think it's a sexist double standard. I think that's kind of a silly thing to say. I just I thought it was just a funny, but ironic would you, thing to have do. Have you ever dated someone? If you would line up all the women that you've dated, are they all equally physically attractive well beauty is in the eye of the beholder well yes i'm not going to date someone i'm not physically attracted to so is that one but of the things that you look for in a relationship i think it's an important part of the relationship yeah. to be physically attracted to the person you're i dating, agree right? absolutely but also i i hate when people say that that's a bad thing that oh you're only you know you're dating someone because you were attracted to them first what is all the dating apps? Yeah. It's not like you don't swipe through dating apps and the first thing you see is their resume or like things that they left off that they like or dislike. Right. The first thing you see is just a picture of them with their name and age. And it's like as human beings, of course, the first thing that we're initially attracted to is their looks. Right. But um, so I get kind of mad when, when people use that against you because everybody does that, you know, and with with you or like anybody People are attracted to different type of people. So like something that I find beautiful, you might not find beautiful. Exactly. You know? I wish I wish there I had like some deep philosophical answer to this question. The point is, Jackie, the mustache was a joke. <laughs> it was a joke. I wanted to do something silly to go down to paradise and look ridiculous. And it seems to have worked because you're emailing us about it right now. And yes, it's nice to like I don't know. 
I really think that you didn't grow the mustache just for people to like you more on the yeah. inside than the out. I think you did it sarcastically. Yes, 100%. And so I think people are taking the mustache a little too literally. Literally. Yeah. Exactly. And I don't I like I really don't know how, like I don't really have much to add other than that because yeah. it was just basically a big ironic joke. Yeah. Anyways, that'll do it for this week's episode of Help I Suck at Dating. Big thank you to Vanessa, but a bigger thank you to Josh for making yes, that trip all the, the silver way fox, the gray wolf, the man, thank the myth, can the I get legend, your, can the Montreal. Can I get your phone number before you take off? Oh, yes. I would like that'd to, be so cute. I feel like I've got a lot to learn from this man right here. I would actually oh, love I that if you guys too. exchange phone numbers. We should just awesome. add Josh to the group, the group text. I yeah. love that. So you can just oh, be man. informed about all the Beautiful. help I suck at dating nonsense that we talk right. about I'm on in. a weekly basis. That sounds great, <laughs> but I still require some one-on-one time with this man. Um, so right. selfish. <laughs> <laughs> thank you to Jared. Big thank you to everyone up here in Tahoe as well. And big thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to our listeners. What else? Who else do we want to thank here? A big thank you to Beachbody On Demand. You guys, again, can get a special free trial membership when you text Dean to 303030. And that'll do it. We'll see you next week. Oh, I guess we'll we'll talk to you next week. Uh, Be sure to tune in then because maybe we'll suck a little bit less. Follow Help by Suck at Dating with Dean, Vanessa, and Jared on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.